Welcome to the Purple Jaguar. All right, so we are doing our first Friday edition. Now, on our Friday edition, I want to go into all the games of the weekend, all the things that you should be watching, could be watching, and probably is not going to be fun to watch. So with that being said, we got two days of football ahead of us. Actually, three, but two days of NFL. In the Saturday slate, we have the Chiefs and Raiders opening up the weekend at 4.30 Eastern Time. And we have the Titans and Jaguars closing down Saturday at 8.15 Eastern Time. Now, as far as these games are concerned, the Chiefs are favored by nine and a half points. What we're looking for in that game, as far as a Chiefs fan's perspective, is we're looking for a sound, complete team win. Now, they have the Chiefs favored again by nine and a half. So, if I had to put this game in a score that would follow Vegas, I'm not really good at the whole betting thing, but if I was to think like Vegas would, I would say the Chiefs would win 31 to 21 for the Raiders. So, Chiefs 31, Raiders 21. And really, we're looking again for that complete game. I'm looking for the Chiefs to be able to pull the starters somewhere in the third, maybe fourth quarter of that game, get them some extra rest, hopefully get the bye locked up for the playoffs. And then we have a Titans-Jaguars. Now, the Titans-Jaguars game is very interesting because the Titans had one of the top seeds in the league. They were 7-3 and three at one point. Since, they have lost every game. They are now starting some guy off the street named Josh Dobbs at quarterback. I did play tough against the Dallas Cowboys last week, but the Dallas Cowboys are very up and down, so I don't know if I want to put much stock into that. Also, we have the Jaguars. The Jaguars started 4-8, and eight, and they're kind of going the opposite direction. They have now won four straight games, albeit some of those games were um, last-minute wins. Um, they won a game in overtime. They still don't seem to be super consistent, um, but I think Doug Peterson's a great coach. I think Trevor Lawrence is an up-and-coming quarterback in this league. So if I had to pick it now, I would say Jaguars, 28. And I would say the Tennessee Titans score 17. So I think the line on that is the Jaguars by six. I think that might be a safe way. Um Mike Vrabel is a very good defensive coach. However, his defense has not been very good recently. And I think with a quarterback that is off the street, we can't rely on him not to throw picks. So there could be more scoring opportunities for the Jaguars. I like the Jaguars to get the uh, win the game and solidify themselves as the fourth seed in the playoffs by winning the worst division in football, which is the AFC South. Now, moving on, our Sunday games. We have some that are going to be absolute stinkers. I mean, for lack of a better term, they are going to be terrible games to watch. And that is going to bring us to the Buccaneers versus the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not going to talk about this game. It is on TV. Uh, if you have something else to watch, I would watch that. The Patriots-Bills. Now, the Bills and Patriots both have something to play for in this game. You got the Patriots that if they win this game, they will make the playoffs as the seventh seed. And the Bills, if they win this, this game, they could potentially get the first seed 
in the bye if the Chiefs lose. But the Bills will already have known whether or not the Chiefs have lost at this time. So potentially the Bills could rest their starters. But I don't know if that's going to happen. So I'm looking for this to be um, a 24-10 Bills uh, definitely emotional, playing emotional, flying around. I just really think that they're going to take control of this game early and then probably look to rest their starters toward the back half of the game. So, sorry, Patriots fans, but you had a mediocre year, and you're going to get to watch these playoffs from home, in my opinion. Now, next we have another fantastic game on the slate. And I say fantastic, as sarcastic as I can possibly muster. Vikings-Bears. Now, the Bears are not going to play Justin Fields. That kind of sucks for him because he's 60 yards from breaking the uh, Lamar Jackson quarterback rushing record. But he's going to go ahead and sit. It actually behooves the Bears to lose this game. That being because it'll help them to get a better draft pick. Now, they can't go out and blatantly lose the game, but they're already not going to play their starting quarterback who has been their entire offense. I'm looking for Vikings to have a nice bounce back game. They're giving the Vikings seven and a half points. I do think the Vikings will be able to cover that. I think they're going to come out and they're going to beat the living dog you know, out of the Bears and go into the playoffs ready for their round one loss. <laughs> ravens Bengals. Now, I don't know what the heck's going on with the Ravens, but I know they're about to lose to the Bengals. They are going to lose to the Bengals because I believe the Bengals are going to play this game like they have something to play for. The Ravens are 10-6. and six. The Bengals are 11-4. and four. I believe that the Bengals are going to come out here, punch the Ravens right in the mouth, and score more points than the Ravens have scored in the last three weeks combined. Because since Lamar Jackson has went out, the Ravens have the lowest scoring offense in the league, and he ain't coming back. So, I do believe the Bengals are going to win this game by nine points. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. As far as the Texans and Colts, um, my nose hurts, and that game stinks. The Texans and Colts, ah, not a lot to play for here. Um, I think the Colts will probably win this game on accident, and the Texans will try to lose this game on purpose. So, <laughs> stay tuned for that one. And then you have the Jets and the Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins do have a nice uh, incentive to play this game. And they are going to start... Skylar Thompson, as far as I'm concerned. As far as I know, that's what where they're leaning. He's been practicing with the first team, getting all the reps. Teddy Bridgewater dislocated his pinky last week. So, Skylar Thompson will be their starting quarterback, but I honestly think that's enough because Joe Flacco is going to be the starting quarterback for the Jets. So, not only do the Jets fans get to watch their team be irrelevant yet again in the postseason, but the last time they see their team, they get to watch Joe Flacco. And I think he's coming onto the field with a walker. So that's good news. I wish he would just do broadcasting like all the other quarterbacks that were as good as him during his time. But he's still playing, and he will start for the Jets. Next game, Panthers and Saints. The Panthers and Saints is also another 
I wouldn't watch if there was anything else to watch. I think that the Saints will probably win this game. The Panthers had their hearts ripped out of their chest last week against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Panthers had a chance to win that game. They were up by 14. They allowed Tom Brady, yes, you heard it here, the elder Tom Brady to come back and throw three bombs to Mike Evans, all of which Mike Evans was single covered on. So, fun, fun, fun. I think the most exciting part of this Panthers and Saints game is whether or not Taysom Hill will rush for a touchdown in this game so that his fantasy owners can get a random tight end rushing touchdown. Now, next game is going to be the Browns and the Steelers. The Steelers could possibly make the playoffs. They could. After everything that's happened this year, the Steelers would need the Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots to both lose. And if they won, they would get into the playoffs. However, I don't think the Steelers are going to win this game. I think the Browns are going to win this game. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. But I like Sean Watson. He seems to have been forming a connection with Amari Cooper. I like Nick Chubb. I think their offense is just um, going to put too many points on the board for the Steelers to be able to keep up. With that being said, I don't have a preference on who wins. I think it would be awesome for the Steelers to win and get into the playoffs because then whoever they play in the first round could just use them as a tune-up game. And we could all know, once again, that the seventh seed in the playoffs is stupid. So, moving forward, we have the Chargers and the Broncos. Now, I like the Broncos in this game because I don't think the Chargers have much to play for. The Chargers have locked up the fifth seed. They are going to be the fifth seed, regardless of what happens this weekend. And I don't think they're going to play some of their key players. The Broncos, however, are playing inevitably for their jobs moving forward. They have lost their head coach. They have an interim coach. It was a special teams coach coaching them. They played very, you know, inspired football last week against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook, pretty much the same person, but in two different things. So Russell Wilson had one of his best games of the season last week. I think he's going to continue that against the backups and the Chargers. All in all, not a fun game to watch if you can watch anything else. Moving on. I'm yawning. That's how fun this slate of games is going to be this weekend. Week 18, just, um, yeah, there's going to be great games, and then there's going to be a lot of not great games. So next game on the slate is the Giants-Eagles. The Eagles are favored by 14, and that is due to the fact that Brian Dable, the Giants coach, is not going to play any key players. I promise you, you can take that home with you. He will not be playing any of his key players. I don't think you'll see Saquon Barkley this weekend. I don't think you'll see Daniel Jones. I think I would be surprised to see some of the starting wide receivers whose names I do not know because they are not relevant. But 
I don't believe he will play any of his starters. I think the Eagles will cruise in this one and then hopefully pull some of their starters if they're winning by a lot because they do need to win this game. The Cardinals 49ers, again, the 49ers are going to beat the living crud out of the Cardinals because the 49ers do want to win this game. If by some chance the Eagles lose to the Giants, I don't see that happening, but if it did, the 49ers could be the one seed. So they will be playing for something at the beginning of the game. So I foresee the Cardinals getting beat handily. The Rams Seahawks. This is an actual interesting game. Now the Seahawks could potentially make the playoffs if they won. I think they need a little bit of help, but it's still on the table. But I don't think the I don't think the Seahawks are going to win this game. I think the Rams are going to handle the Seahawks. I think the Rams have been playing very good football considering the decimation that the team has received through injuries this year. And I think Baker Mayfield is playing for a future job. He's playing um, solid football. I would say solid. I wouldn't say great. I would say solid. Better than he has in recent memory. But I do like the Rams in this one, especially giving the Rams six points as Vegas is. So, Excuse me. Again, yawning through this entire slate. And that is due to the fact that I'm coming to the most irrelevant game of the weekend. The game that's not going to matter, that they want to matter, but it won't matter. And that is the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington Commanders. (laughs) The Cowboys should win this game. On a regular Sunday, they should win this game. The Cowboys find ways to make games way more competitive than they should be for games they should win. So, Jerry Jones has came out recently in the media, big surprise to all of us, and said they are going to play to win this game because they could potentially be the number one seed if, once again, the Eagles lose to the Giants' backups and the 49ers lose to the Arizona Cardinals. Yep, that's what they're holding hope out for. So, with that being said, Godspeed and good luck. I don't think it's going to happen, but you'll get to see some starters play in that game. But then the game of the weekend, in my opinion, is the Lions and the Packers. Now, by this time, we will have known If the Seahawks have lost to the Rams, if the Seahawks lose to the Rams, then the Lions will get in with a win. That's all the help they need. With that being the case, I believe that Green Bay is going to win this game. And I don't think it's going to be close. I think Jared Goff's going to shrink. I think Green Bay's defense is legit. And the Lions cannot stop a high school running back, let alone Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. I would love to see the Lions in the playoffs. I would love nothing more for them to have a monster game with those two running backs that are absolute studs with that wide receiver, Ashant Brown, that Amar 
Street Brown, or however you say his name. We know who I'm talking about. I always have him on my fantasy team. But I'd love to see that team. It's just not going to happen. I think that they've overachieved for this year. That they are now relevant. I think that they have a lot to work with going into next year. But I do think just to spite Green Bay fans and tease them that the Green Bay Packers will make the playoffs after beating the Lions. And then they will be reminded by the San Francisco 49ers, who are going to be the two seed, why they should have played Jordan Love for the remainder of the season to get value. Because they are not ready to make any type of run in the playoffs. It is not an achievement to make the seventh seed and these new formatted playoffs. So, I think the Packers will win this game. I don't particularly think it'll be a high-scoring game. I'm looking at 24-13. Something in that field. I, I think that the Lions are going to make some mistakes I think the Packers are going to capitalize on that run game. I do not believe that Aaron Rodgers is who he once was, but I don't think it matters because their defense is playing outside of their minds. And that is who I'm picking for Sunday Night Football. Now, to wrap this quick episode up, because it's, like I said, a Friday episode, I just wanted to go over the slate of NFL games. We do have... The NCAA football championship game on Monday. I might do a little bit more coverage if I do a podcast on Monday. But <clears throat> what I'm hoping for is that TCU smacks Georgia in the mouth and really jumps out to a fast start and makes Georgia realize that they're going to be in a dogfight for this game. That's what I want to see. Will that happen? Most likely not. I believe that Georgia will most likely, from start to finish, annihilate TCU. I don't think it'll be close. I think it'll be a 35-7 to kind of game. Georgia's defense is that of an NFL team. Their offense is sometimes good, sometimes not. But TCU is a private school that had the best game of the school's career or long or, you know, tenure, however you want to say it against Michigan, Michigan was not ready. They came out of that long rest groggy. I don't believe that TCU is going to put up a very good fight against Georgia. I would love to see a competitive college football game. And we all know that no one wants to hear that Georgia won another championship, but I do not think TCU is going to be able to keep up with the top-tier NFL talent that Georgia seems to have year in and year out. So with that being said, I hope everyone has a great weekend. Enjoys the last week of the NFL season. We had some great news come through that DeMar Hamlin is now talking. He is no longer on a ventilator. Um, he is nothing short of a miracle with what has happened with this man. He went from getting CPR for nine minutes, um, subsequently dead on the NFL field, to now 
speaking to his teammates. Um, and that is an absolute miracle. So thank you, everyone who lifted him up in prayer and all the thoughts and well wishes that were submitted toward him. It's just awesome to see. Um, thank you to those medical professionals that made sure that they reacted as quickly as possible. They did the best. I don't think that they did the best you could outside of a medical facility. So that's really cool to see. And it makes this weekend extra special, I believe, that we have that in the back of our minds from last week. But now we know that he is getting better. He's progressing. And we can go into this weekend and watch some uh, great games and some not so great games. So have a safe week 18 NFL's last week of the season and enjoy you some football. You can find me on Twitter at Nebula 719 Media or not media, Nebula 719M. And then also Nebula Media 2Ls on YouTube. If you want to leave a comment or if you'd like to tweet me, let me know any topics that you'd like to discuss or hear discussed, that would be great. Um, once again, thank you for listening and have a blessed weekend. Purple Jaguar out.